ladies and gentlemen, Bitcoiners, pre-coiners, no-coiners, and shit-coiners, welcome to Swan Lounge, a weekly show in which you get to hang out with the Swan team and some of our friends from the amazing world of Bitcoin. We do this show every Friday, and it's called Swan Lounge because we are lounging. Unlike our more serious show, Swan Signal Live, Swan Lounge is about kicking it with our friends, talking about the week's biggest events in Bitcoin, and just having fun. But before we dive in, we're doing something that I think is pretty darn cool. We're giving away Jan Pritzker's book, Inventing Bitcoin, for free in an effort to spread Bitcoin knowledge. You can go to swanbitcoin.com slash free book to claim your copy. We have it in three different ebook formats and MP3, read by our friend Guy Swan at Bitcoin Audible. All we ask is that you pay it forward by sharing the book with at least three friends and family, preferably more. And to all the Swan Force members out there, we've set up a way for you to give away the book to help you recruit new Bitcoiners. Look in your brand new referral dashboard and you'll find a link you can use to send people to your Swan Force landing page so they can get the free book offer and you can get the referral credit. And if you're not signed up for Swan Force yet, what are you doing? Go to swanbitcoin.com enlist to get started. It's a great deal. You'll earn 25% of Swan's fees on their purchases for three years, and your referral gets $10 of free Bitcoin when they become a Swan member. Also, make sure to listen to the end of the podcast, because we have a special segment called Swan Force Fridays, where we'll put our guests on the clock and ask them to give us their best Bitcoin pitch. Finally, the Daily Buys beta is underway. We're rolling daily out to customers now. If you want to get on that list, Go to swanbitcoin.com slash daily buys. And I can tell you it is awesome. I stacked today. I stacked yesterday. I stacked the day before and the day before that because I am stacking every single day with Swan Bitcoin. Now, before I bring in our guests, one last thing. Please, please, please hit subscribe and consider leaving us a positive review. Doing so helps us beat that no good dirty iTunes algorithm and get to the top of the podcast charts, which in turn will help us spread the good word about Bitcoin. And now, without any further ado, is it time? It's time. It's time for Swan Lounge. Oh, yeah. About yeah. fucking time. Hold up, hold up, okay? I listened to an RHR the other day. It had 10 minutes of shill. 10 minutes. So. <laughs> oh, shit. What, what is that you got there, Matt? Old Pultony. I've never, I've never had it before. What, what, what? There we go. Oh, Old Paul. Never, never even heard of it. Single malt Scotch whiskey, the maritime malt. A lot of shilling, Berkey. Say again, a lot of shilling. I know. I, I need to <laughs> make it more concise. We'll see. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fault. I'm gonna join. Up. I'm gonna join Matthew. I got some mixers here. There we go. Anybody else? Anybody else? I've got the steak you, you bought me today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the I haven't bought it. shit for you yet. Look at right? the size of that steak. You bought that for me, dude. Thank you. About losing a bet to a British person is like they're going to spend it on like gardening supplies or something. I don't know what you fuckers do over there. You know what I'm going to do? And I don't want to know. I'm never going to spend it. I'm, I told you, I'm setting up one of those Twitter bots that's going to remind you how much the bet's worth. <laughs> Every, every day. Yeah, and what did, what did I say? I said, there's no fucking way you can set up a Twitter bot. <laughs> <laughs> you made a good point, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay someone to do it. <laughs> With your money. It's probably already been done. 
man. We got some funny comments already. Brady looks almost nude without the swan pin on. Sorry, Bardis. Free on my swan pin. Absolute bang. Absolute vodka and bang is perfect for this vibe. Uh, You know, not bad. Not bad. We'll see about that. I don't think any of us are are drinking that right now. I'm going to roll with the special edition swan force pin today. You know what? I'll put mine on too. Why not? Shout out BTC pins. Yeah. So what's going on with this uh, Trump bet? Uh, is is Phil going to have to step in and uh, be the proper co-signer that he is? Probably. I didn't realize, no. I didn't realize you couldn't trust Americans. Jens, well, can, uh, can you give us an overview of the bet for the folks at home who, don't, who aren't aware of it, living under a rock? So me and, me and Peter made a bet on the U.S. presidential election. I think Pete's specific verbiage when he put out the tweet originally was that Trump was going to lose the election, which left Pete a lot of open wiggle room. Because I think... Pete, didn't originally you thought they were going to replace Biden with somebody who wasn't an old geriatric? Yeah, I did. I did. But, you know, I thought he was going to lose. I mean. So, yeah. And so that was the bet. And uh, it's looking more like I'm losing the bet, honestly. So. You reckon? Although, (laughs) I think we can all agree there's a lot of bullshit going on. So who knows what the fuck is going to happen? It's kind of. It's it's like 70 five percent decided for you but there's like 25 percent hail mary like trump's gonna go to the court system and pull a win out of his hat you know so there's we'll 70 75 percent decided 25 percent q anon conspiracy you <laughs> <laughs> can do that though i mean like i don't know all, all the uh the very trustworthy mainstream media that i'm watching is saying that he you know he doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a chance to go to the courts nope. if it plays out the way it's looking mm-hmm yeah, but yeah, it's going to be tough because how are you going to litigate in all those different states at once? You know, I mean, like, FT, FTX has fallen to the lowest it's ever been. What's it's it at? Three yeah. percent right now. Three yeah. percent. Yeah. When it, so when, confident. It, when it flipped, Pete texted me and was like, "Fuck, I lost." The, you know? the the key thing about the FTX contract is it it's attempts to price in uh, if Trump doesn't leave the White House because the way the contract closes in a dispute is it's whoever the president is on February 1st, 2021. Who's ever in the White House on February yeah. 1st, 2021. <laughs> so he doesn't leave. So they're, they're factoring in a 3% chance that he also just stays in there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he like barricades the, himself in there and they don't get him out until February 2nd. What's the president for that shit? Like, could he... Like he could probably technically do some shit like that, right? I think the Secret Service would handle it in two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. What's evidence? Wait, how long the White House is just there a, before it becomes his? Uh, becomes his? Just a domicile, right? It's it's not like the seat of power. Like the White House doesn't make you president. So could he technically not mm. be the president and hold himself up in the White House? I mean, is he? <laughs> he's held himself up in Mar-a-Lago most of the presidency. That's technically the seat of power, I think. That's the real White House. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Jen. So uh, let's get started because Dan's on a bit of a, a time crunch, but uh, he'll probably have so much fun that he'll stick around for the whole time. <laughs> I might be able to say this is a little earlier than I thought it was going to be. So, <laughs> we, uh, You've got this amazing website, and I, w- I want to show the folks at home, and uh, hopefully you can – uh, give everyone a little walkthrough. So I'm going to bring that up right now. Um, can you start, can you just kind of tell us where, where the idea for this came from and why you spent so many hours doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I think for a long time, like one of the biggest problems Bitcoin has is education. It's just like people don't know where to start. They don't know how to contextualize Bitcoin, either quantitatively or qualitatively. Uh, and, you know, Bitcoin's 10 years old now and it's it's come into its own as a global macro, you know, relevant asset. Uh, so the site, uh, casebitcoin.com, is uh, trying to contextualize Bitcoin uh as a as the new macro ma macro asset that it is, um, so you'll see like the key key markets it tracks is you know Bitcoin against S and P gold silver other currencies, uh, have a bunch of you know Bitcoin specific stats and then like you know key to this all is how you know how Bitcoin is is performing uh, against what's happening in kind of global monetary economics. So you see a bunch of government stats at the bottom. So you know M two uh, Treasury yields, Federal Reserve balance sheet, um, which, you know, I think these numbers are all very highly correlated with Bitcoin's performance. Um, and then on the day to day, you know, content side, just kind of tracking the the key stories that, uh, you know, that are happening every day that are relevant to Bitcoin. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the other side of it for for pre corners, obviously, is is getting up to speed on all the theoretical and fundamental uh, basis, you know, for, for Bitcoin. So the, if you want to head over to the library tab, um, <clears throat> we track, you know, hundred plus, uh, content pieces that, that, you know, make the case for Bitcoin. So these are all pieces that are, you know, that are bullish that really, you know, cause you know, <laughs> a key, a key aspect here, I think is once somebody goes down the rabbit hole and, and you know, reads all the content, uh, it's hard to not be bullish. Um, so yeah, this is an attempt to categorize uh, categorize it all, and eventually we'll turn it into tracks that make sense for different personas. So ideally, um, kind of any type of person will be able to hit this, see see content that you know that they're interested in, and, and go down the rabbit hole. I love this. I love this uh, pub price on these uh, these pieces. So I'm looking at Bitcoin fundamentals, and uh, there's a there's a publication price or price of the date of publication, right? The real MVP. There's, there's, a, there's one here without a price, zero dollars. Money is memory, but that's from 1996. But there is one post post launch on monetary restandardization, published at one dollar and eighteen cents. That's the real. MVP. Yeah, there, there are a few. If you click uh, history, there are a dozen there. You know, a few of which are are very early. Exactly. Love it. Yeah, I've already sent this to like many, many friends and family. Nice, nice. Good to hear. Yeah, eventually, like one of the next things I'll be adding is uh, critiques. So it's like really, you know, Bitcoin FUD and the, uh, you know, the rebuttals. Um, ideally, I'll make them numbered and individually linked. So when you see somebody, you know, when Peter Schiff shouts about it having no intrinsic value, be like, okay, that's Bitcoin FUD number 12. Here's everyone the will just, Everyone will just reply in the comments. Number 12, number 12, number exactly. 12. <laughs> Can we not Peter Schiff anymore? Like I, I think we, we were beyond the Peter Schiff is relevant phase of Bitcoin's history. And he just, you know, I don't know, annoys me. It's just a fun meme to keep around at this point. That's fair. I guess so. Everyone's tricky and they don't want to talk about Peter Schiff. All right, folks. Let's uh, let's talk a bit about the news, and then we can shoot the shit and screw around later. <clears throat> I saw some uh, something pretty bullish. 
And Matt, I'm sorry if this was all on RHR. I haven't listened yet, but the number of unique Bitcoin addresses surging, I feel What's like that. RHR? RHR? <laughs> shitty podcast. I don't know. I've never even heard of it, but uh, they do some fun stuff. Really. So the number a better show than that. <laughs> RHR rabbit hole recap, the best podcast in Bitcoin, the podcast that turned me into the Bitcoiner I am. There we go. Stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, are you humble, Matt, these days? I saw a tweet yesterday that was not very humble. I got to say, I can't remember what it was. I thought all, all things considered, <laughs> it was pretty humble. <laughs> humble is a, uh, there's a scale of, of humbleness. Yeah, there's a like, humility so, scale. Yeah. Yeah. Matt ratioed me super hard yesterday. It was great. With your own words. That's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> well, that's the best ratio of all time. Uh, recap like this one. Like, here it is. Tell, tell it to us. I want to hear the story. Oh, I was just, I was saying, what did I say? I said, uh, damn, it's just, you know, like fucking struggling from success, man. I'm making more today than most people make in a decade, you know? And I was like, I don't need to rub people's faces in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> So I just quoted both those quotes, and I ratioed that motherfucker. <laughs> Matt, what's the? Uh, can you go into the art of ratioing and uh, and and humble tweeting? Can those you- are the best ones. Those Matt's ratio ones are the best ones. I don't. I my my tweets aren't. I don't. Twitter doesn't. Twitter doesn't reward humility in tweets. They reward confidence and simplifications that are just over bullish like if you can just make something very short and sweet and like over bullish and just completely dismiss all trade-offs that's going to get you the most engagement possible so you're just trying to navigate that and like ethics do you remember the best matt odell ratio of all time do you know what it is something with vitalik maybe no it was with pomp Matt, Matt, tell him it was the best. But that one still exists because he does. He doesn't actually get his account banned like someone else, so that all the ratios <laughs> disappear. That's the real reason I see. Okay, that makes sense. Which, uh, what's your uh, handle these days? Is it still six one five? I don't even know. But dude, it was the best. Fucking Pomp was like, "Hey man, I got to hand it to you guys. Stacking Sats is the best marketing campaign in the space." And Matt was like. It's not a marketing campaign. It's a lifestyle. No, it was. It's not crypto. It's Bitcoin. It's not a marketing campaign. It's a lifestyle. I I I felt actually really. I kind of felt shitty after that one. Well, it was like you took a man's soul on that one. Like it was really felt bad. That one because he was like, he was he was honestly commending me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That mean of a. You know, a comeback though. I don't think. Well, I was. I got triggered that he said crypto and marketing. Like yeah. I was triggered. Yeah. My response was a straight triggered response. Usually the, I, some, you know, sometimes, you know, you lose control and you just whip back <laughs> and you just, you, you, you want to reduce that as much as possible. You should try not to do that. There's a couple of times where I've regretted doing that, but it is what it is. Do you ever delete? Or no, do you, ever, I, you have a no, no delete policy, right? No delete policy. Yeah. Which is a tricky one. The <laughs> next day after you, you, you don't want to be on Twitter after whiskey. And have a no delete policy. It's a yeah. very, very risky situation to be in. Got to stick to your principles, though. <laughs> Peter, how's the steak? Tell us about it. How's the mouth feel? What uh, sauce are you uh, are you having with it? He's probably muted for, because of all of his amazing steak. You're muted. 
All right, it's really good. We've got this uh, really great butcher in Bedford. And on a Friday, if you go down on Friday, they have their best steaks. Um, and I was like, I've um, I've just won a really, really big bet. Um, what is the biggest and best steak you have? <laughs> they, had, um, they had this prize cow that they got from the queen. <laughs> and they were like, look, it's really expensive. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't matter. You've got no idea how much money I've just won. <laughs> it's a lot. It's the biggest bet I've ever done. Um, it's fantastic. I wish you could have them. Uh, Is this the biggest bet you've ever won? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck am I going to make a seven grand bet? I mean, I live in Vegas, so. <laughs> and the bet increased, right? What was the, I mean, obviously, we, what was the price when the bet was made? We made it, it was 5K. So it was, uh, Bitcoin was like 10 grand. So now, oh, it's, like, now it's like seven or 7,500 or whatever. 7,600. wait till we go. I'll tell you what it was. Had a million dollar bet. Ugh. It was, I think it was like 9,600 was the Bitcoin price, if I'm remembering correctly. I've got, I can find out the date of the show and I can tell you. I did a Super Bowl bet in like early 2017 and then Bitcoin proceeded to go 20x and then I lost it. Yep. <laughs> That's, this is you, not, never, you never make long-term bets in Bitcoin. Dude, this is not the first time I've lost Bitcoin gambling either, man. I've probably <coughs> lost I've probably lost five Bitcoin gambling, which Oof. is brutal. Now that I, yeah, I expect worse from you. I mean, it yeah. could be you know, you could have been like buying like a battle axe from Diablo three back in the day. Like, how many people do we know that done that? I yeah, lost all true. my Bitcoin gambling. That's true. Me too. I yeah. Come to think of it. Yeah, sure, Matt. Matt, you got to uh, you got to talk to your cousins. I'm not going to share any any personal information, <laughs> but uh, I am friends with Matt's cousin. He was talking about you and talking about your Bitcoin, and I was and I looked at him and I said, Matt would not be happy if he knew that you were saying these things. He doesn't know. He's he's just pulling it out of his ass. <laughs> this is this is always a problem with the people you turn on to Bitcoin in real life. Like they don't really truly understand, you know. And you you hear it get back to you. It's like, yeah, hey, so and so said you're like super rich off Bitcoin. You're like, whoa, what the fuck, man? <laughs> but you're like, yeah, it's true. People talk about it differently than they talk about. It. Actually, no. People like they shoot the shit about who's, who's got a, like got fiat money too. <laughs> So the price, the price um, was thirtieth of June. We made the bet, um, yeah. and, the, and the low was nine oh five nine, and the high was nine five one five. So it's about like nine one nine one fifty. Because I put it out, let's do five thousand dollars on Twitter. Well, Hoddle joined me, and then we just agreed like half a Bitcoin is about five thousand dollars, and, and uh, yes, it's up. What's that about? Ooh. Quite a lot. You know, I think we should, uh, while, while we've got you both here, I think it's time to make a new bet. <laughs> what's, the, what's the new bet? Double, you got to give them double or nothing, man. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm a D-Gen. What do you want to bet on? I don't know. I'm going to find something. Dude, we should go. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I'll fly to England and we'll do, like, Premier League. Mate, if we could get in the stadiums, I would take I, it. Well, I know. Like, maybe next year when it's open. Yeah. Peter, uh, y'all are still – you're in a new lockdown, right? Yeah. It started uh, yesterday. Um, my gym said they were going to ignore it, and they did. And I went down there, and it was fine. 
uh, the police turned up and they were okay. The police said, look, just keep yourself to yourself. And then environmental health came down and locked them down. So what they said now, they're doing, they turn it into a mental health support group because mental health, <laughs> and you're allowed to come for a one hour of mental health support. <laughs> that's legit man. that's legit body and minds you know yeah but like Jesus Christ. you have a mental health issues actually going to the gym is probably one of the best things you could do exactly that's what I'm yeah. saying exactly totally. yeah, yeah we've got um, uh, a one month lockdown now which is a bit shit complete lockdown just like yeah. you literally can't food and, and mental health and that's it food mental health health uh, kids can go to school. But I tell you what's weird is this time I haven't noticed it because we had our lockdown and the only thing I do differently from the lockdown is I go to the gym. So, okay, I can't go to the gym, but everything else is kind of the same. Also, people are kind of ignoring it. Yeah, people are saying, oh, do you want to come over and have a beer? Just come around my house, um, which I know is bad if you like want to respect the lockdown, but I just think people don't care anymore. I think they've got lockdown fatigue. Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, I, I'm tired, tired as fuck about of it, man. It's we're we're not so locked down here anymore, but you still have to like wear masks everywhere. Where are you? Where about outside Kansas City, like okay. center of the United States? Um, the kids. Where do you move there so we can fly on the Fed? Wow. We have a Fed bank, and we have really good cows, really delicious cows here. Better um, than but yeah the school situation is is what's most frustrating and like every district handles it a little differently and like they just <laughs> arrived at like the worst possible uh compromise plan and it's just shit for the teachers shit for the kids uh it's it's a mess man what is it the schools are closed some of them they like they like they do this hybrid thing so like half the class so they can social distance while they're in the classroom half the class goes monday and thursday half goes Tuesday and Friday, yeah, Tuesday, Friday, everyone's remote on Wednesdays. Um, but then like, you know, you have kids who need childcare and they go to wherever they're getting childcare, you know, their boys and girls clubs or their after school care or whatever. And they're exposed to all those people. And then they bring that back in the classroom. If you just went back full time and kept everyone in the classroom, eat your lunch in the classroom, you're exposed to that, you know, set of kids and that's it. Like much easier for the teachers, much easier for the parents. Don't have to go back and forth. It just doesn't make any sense. Like the madness of these policies that's that's come out of this is just. I try to make everybody happy, right? Yeah, and I do wonder how much social distancing actually works. So in a, like a classroom environment, because you know what kids are like. <laughs> my daughter said they were told to socially distance, and then by the second day they were just running around in the playground, holding hands, yeah, girls hugging each other, climbing all over desks. Boys are fighting. It just been stuck inside for six months what, what are you gonna expect you know yeah. eight-year-olds to do we're still not seeing much transmission amongst kids right yeah that's, that's, that's pretty minor. yeah kansas city is representing in the comments and i just wanted to say that it's pretty sad that brady had to say which country it's located in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know why i said that i didn't necessarily need to say that but I guess people hey, if you're international, yet. though, do you know Kansas City? Is that in your? I don't know. It's kind of on the line. I think everyone in the U.S. knows Kansas City, but like, it's not really internationally. Unless you're an NFL fan these days. Yeah, the Chiefs. We got the Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Chiefs are winning, so that's good. You know? Yeah, we got Mahomes now. We yeah, we got Mahomes. We got the guy. We got the new Tom Brady. It's true. Kansas City. That's in Kansas, right? <laughs> Actually, most of it's in Missouri. 
Most of it? What do you mean? Yeah. Most of it. It's like uh, it's split. There's a, actually a road called State Line runs down the middle of the city. That so. I don't know. Man, this is fascinating. <laughs> Geography. <laughs> Skyler asked us a question. Matt, you want to host this? You want to host this? Bro? Yeah. He's doing better than you are. Yeah. We just found a Bitcoin block. Skyler, all right. <clears throat> We're going to answer your question, fam. Don't worry. Global equity market is roughly 90 trillion. Gold market cap about 9 trillion. Can BTC capture 20 to 25% of that capital? Why are you so bearish, Tyler? That's my answer. Uh-huh. 25% of the gold market cap? Because that's pussy shit, of course. Wait. Of course we're going to do that. Is the question can it <laughs> capture 20 to 25% of gold's market cap or yeah, gold's market cap. global equity market cap? Well, yes. The answer is oh. yes to both. The answer is it's going to capture all of it. I yeah. mean, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> and uh, all the money in space, all the alien money. We're getting that too. It's all ours. Brady, we have another uh, very important question. What happened to the new all-time high in 16 hours, bro? Yeah, that was that was an example of uh, you know what Matt was talking about. You just turn it down and make the most bullish statement you possibly can, and it gets all kinds of engagement. Dude, bullish. That one blew up. Bitcoin, Twitter, and a bull market is like such easy mode. All you, you, oh, just, you can't lose. You can't lose. You know. <laughs> you just do you, do you see that thing with Barry yesterday? No, I missed it. So it kept like I'll send you the tweet. It kept like getting near fifteen and not not. So I just put this tweet out. I was like, I like tag Barry. So I was like, Barry, get Bitcoin through fifteen k already. And then like he replied, goes sit tight. And about three minutes later, it shot through. <laughs> What a move, man. What a move. What was he doing with all that fiat? <laughs> How long were we in the 14s? Like, it was like a half Not a very long. Not very yeah. long. Not very long. What's, uh, what's motivating this, though? I, I have, like, all my friends and family asking me, like, well, why is it going up right now? Why is it going up right now? I don't really have a solid answer. Some people well, are buying the Silk Road thing, but, like, I don't know. Uh, it's more more people are buying than selling. Yeah, it's organic, bro. Just keep using the word organic. <laughs> look how much grayscale. Look how much grayscale and cash app are buying, and now Wait, PayPal's coming in. Listen to Dan. Dan's got a good answer here. Look at the 2016 chart. It's like if you index yeah. it to percent down from all time high, it's it's the same. Yeah, it's the it's having crazy. being priced in. Now the question is, do you think we'll have the same move? You know, do you think we'll go as high as 16 or 16 to 17? Uh, 20x the prior all time high. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, each time I I always have uh, much smaller targets than what the reality ends up being. Um, so you know, what would you it, say by half? Ten x all time high. That <laughs> yeah. So let's see. The um, we did thirty two x in actually no. It was the 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 twenty ten high was like fifty cents or something, and then twenty eleven hit thirty two, so sixty four x. Twenty thirteen did. Uh, uh, 30x and then 20x in 2017. This is relative to prior all-time highs. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean we're still looking at in the 10x plus range. Do you think the junior bias is going to weird a lot of people out? Do you think that 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 affect it at all? Well, most people don't have money, so most <laughs> people are not going to be buying. I mean, this is like the time when rich people take their seats. No, the this is you know why I mean? we stack sats. 
Right, well, that's true, too. We're already preparing for that unit bias, right? What are we at right now? We're at, like, 6,500 sats per dollar. Sats are still very cheap. It's yeah. a, you know, you know, have you heard about sats? It's the next big Have you heard about sats? That's going. tweet right there. No, but I love I love the sats framing, but also you you can say like you know Bitcoin having this huge sticker price means that oh it's something really valuable like it's something I should yeah. pay attention to. True. Yeah. The other problem though is like a lot of like I talked to a guy yesterday he he's at, he literally asked me can I buy a fraction I was like yeah of course you can you know but there's call them sats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As per that last question that someone asked about the DOJ coins, like, yeah, yeah they're going to absolutely auction them. They always auction them off. Um, they should really just hold them at this point. The taint <laughs> magically, the taint magically disappears That's when true. they, when, once they own them and, uh, and then they sell them out to the public. It's actually really good that they, that that department of the government doesn't talk to the other departments of the government because they should just hold on to them. That way, when they print more, more and more money, they're in a decent position. Well, what's interesting is they 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 hodl the Monero they seize. They don't auction the Monero. Hmm. What's so the, how do you know? For real? They announced that in their crypto framework, like buried in that eighty-four pages of the crypto framework, was that Zcash and Monero they don't they don't auction off. Matt, we have we have a new policy I'm I'm implementing right now that every time you say crypto or name a crypto by name, you have to uh, you have to drink. That's cool. Is there reasoning why they don't auction them off is because they know that they'll be put right back into illicit transactions? Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're saying that Bitcoin's like legitimate. Right. Uh, in their eyes, like has legitimate uses yeah. and privacy, privacy coins. I'll drink to that. Don't so that they, they don't want to um, yeah. enable enable criminals. They view like it as like cocaine. <laughs> right. Like yeah, if you seize machine guns, you wouldn't auction them back off. <laughs> right. Do they don't know? yeah, they don't auction the machine guns. What do we know about this DOJ thing, so road Bitcoin thing? Well, they clearly knew who the hacker was, right, Matt? That's how they yeah. got it, right? They identified the person and then so leaned on him. He's well, if you listened to RHR yesterday, you would have gotten the, the hot take. But uh they they <laughs> Whoever it was hacked Silk Road in 2012. This is what it appears to be. Hacked Silk Road in 2012, sold 100 Bitcoin on BTCE in 2015, which was like the bottom. So they sold like $20,000, $30,000 worth of Bitcoin at the <laughs> bottom. And then BTCE got seized, right? So I'm assuming that that 100 that they sold on BTCE exposed them, like exposed their identity, connected it some other way. And then they went and pressured that person. They were like, we know you have a billion dollars worth of stolen Bitcoin. Give us that Bitcoin. And they gave them the Bitcoin. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting because like because they couldn't just go seize the money in in, you know, an account, you know, some standard account like this person had leverage to be like, OK, I'm not you know, I'll only give it to you if I don't go to jail. Uh, What's also interesting here is this wallet has been circulating on the dark web, um, encrypted though. So it's an encrypted wallet.dat. So with with the the explanation saying, you know, here's a wallet that's holding a billion dollars. If you can brute force the password, um, you'll you'll have access to the wallet. So so 6102 Bitcoin is theorizing that the guy was trying to do some plausible deniability there 
where he releases on the dark web and then he's like, oh, but then I just hacked the wallet.dat. I didn't hack the Silk Road. Uh, makes sense. Which is also an interesting little twist. But we don't really know full details yet. People are just speculating. The, the transfer time on that was interesting, too. The, the, the 69,000 Bitcoin hit that 1HQ wallet on April 9th, 2013, which was the exact peak of that run to, from like you know, 10 bucks to 266. <laughs> exact peak day. That's pretty crazy. I wonder, it must be connected, right? Because there must have been something going on inside a Gox. No, but this is Silk Road, not God. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They were all very connected back then, though. Yeah, it was. We're getting into uh, conspiracy theory land over here, and I love it. I really love it. The early days of Bitcoin are super conspiratorial all over the the place. The other thing is the DOJ is using a SegWit address, a native SegWit address, which is good to see. (laughs) Bullish on SegWit. Okay. New block. New block just came in. There we go. Did it? Very nice. Hoddle, what's your, uh, what's the craziest conspiracy theory that you actually kind of believe in? Uh, that Helen Keller wasn't, uh, <laughs> didn't know how to read or write. <laughs> <laughs> because if you look up, dude, if you look up the, in the history of humanity, there's never been another person who was born uh, blind and deaf who learned to fucking read and write. It's basically impossible. And the woman, Ann Sullivan, who was brought in, who was the, you know, the miracle worker, Helen Keller had rich parents and they were embarrassed that this had happened to their daughters. And they brought in this teacher with progressive values and, she, you know, every other teacher had given up. So this Ann Sullivan lady was just like, Eureka, I cracked it. And guess what? She loves feminism. So here we are, guys. I mean, the better conspiracy is that she wasn't actually blind, right? There's that one, too. But I think she probably was blind. All right, Matt, you're up next. I'm putting you on the spot. Conspiracy theories. Well, I, I do like the Ray Charles wasn't blind one. What? Um, <laughs> um, my favorite is that Alex Jones is a deep state plant to discredit other conspiracy theorists. I can see that. It's a good one. That's a really fun one. That's a really good one. Brady. Oh, man. It's a good. There's so many. Uh, my, my, uh, neighbor was t- talking to me about chemtrails last night. Do you guys know about this one? Oh Lord. So stupid. Right. That's they, one of the dumb ones. I had not heard of it actually. Uh, people yeah. who tell it to you are always, uh, smoking a cigarette too. Like, man, they're poisonous, <laughs> man. Right. It's exactly what happened last night too. I had never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. I'd never heard of it. And there was some, uh, you know, it's like, you should just, they're, they're like seed in the atmosphere, man. It's, uh, yeah. If they're they're trying to control the weather. Uh, it's uh, it makes us all complacent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just all these. I had a really stupid friend who told me that one back in like 2011 or some shit, right? And uh, I like explained to him. I was like, no, there's like you know there's there's water vapor in the atmosphere, and when the jets pass through, you know, blah blah blah. And he was just like, fuck you, dude. You're a <laughs> fucking piece of shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't talk to that guy anymore. People people hold on to those conspiracy theories pretty hard. Man. Like, There's a lot of folks in LA who believe the uh, the fluoride one. They put fluoride in the water to, to dumb you down and make you uh-huh. and The pineal gland, bro. Yeah. yeah. Calcified your pineal gland <laughs> so you can't communicate with God through drugs. That's how it works. Yeah. You got, then you got to clean it out with some DMT. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but then you're just uh, you're supporting the uh, these auctions, so we should we shouldn't do that. Don't do drugs. Oh, I love you know. I love having fluoride in the water, man. I fucking never brush my teeth, and they are solid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't brush my teeth because I like to save money on uh, toothpaste. I think my mobile. I noticed we're all using chairs, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm at my standing desk, bro. Yeah. Uh, every time I sit down, I feel I, I, I hear Pierre's voice in my ear. Only not to. I did do a chair on it in my in my house and uh, counted them up, and then I and I reported the results of my audit on Twitter, and then uh, realized that I didn't count any of the outdoor chairs, nor the hammocks. Uh, we have there's a lot of uh, expensive lazing equipment around here. Hammocks are multi-purpose. They're more like a bed. I don't. I wouldn't lump them in with chairs. Um, I'm going to interrupt this amazing conversation though. We've got a question. Pete, what's the shadiest shit regarding Trump you uncovered during your research? Care, mm. care to answer? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a tricky one to answer because. You know what's true and what isn't. I tell you, one of the things you go through these exercises is that finding finding stuff that's factually true is really, really difficult. Yeah, everything's so binary. It's a bit like the politics. Like, sorry, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. Like, if if you're debating politics, like if you're debating abortion, you're either against women's reproductive rights or you want to murder babies. Whereas it's it's not the middle ground. Or climate change is the end end of the world. Or the end of the oil industry and socialism. Like again, it's not in the middle. So, it, and, and that—that's the thing I learned most about this is like, Russia Gate is either a hoax or they're complicit. It's not like there's some shitty stuff in the middle. So, like, I feel bad even raising things because finding the truth is really hard. But there's, there, there are things that point to, um, like. Trump liked to fuck around with a lot of women, right? He would fuck a lot of women. And then he ended up buying Miss World. And then he ended up hosting Miss World in Moscow when he was trying to negotiate Moscow Tower. And then would it be very surprising that he ended up in a, in a bedroom fucking a chick? Maybe not. Maybe one took a pee on him. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can connect the dots to like why, where that came from. But you can't you can't prove it. But you can connect the dots. Is that where his orange glow comes from? I think <laughs> um, most of the stuff. Uh, the really, sh- I, I think that it's not the shadiest shit. I just think the worst thing about him that I discovered is how many companies he fucked over in Atlanta with his failed businesses and failed casinos. Like he, when he came in. Talking about like uh, as a populist under Steve Bannon's kind of like guidance and how much he wanted to help American workers, it's just fucking bullshit. He fucked over so many companies in Atlanta with with terrible terms, like bullying tactics. And then when when his casinos were a failure, lots of people didn't get paid. He just fucked over a lot of companies. And I think it's a I think it's a real kind of mark on his character as, a, as an amazing businessman. He, he's not an amazing businessman. Yeah. He's good at leveraging He's good at leveraging properties which have increased in asset value whilst the business is failing. He's a creature of fiat, man. He, he lives yeah. on debt. He's, exactly. He, yeah. He also, like half of these buildings that have his name on them, he doesn't even own. They're just, he's licensed out his name and his brand. Well, some of them, yeah. Some some he did, some he owned. Most of them he's indebted. Like, his, he, he, you know what? That's perfect. He's just a creature of fiat. He's not 
built successful businesses. They're all losing money. All his golf courses are losing money. His um, university was a fucking fraud. Um, you know, he's just it's just a fucking chancer who knows how to play the system. Yeah. Um, just beat the shit, really, really. Really, really, that, really good at it, though. Really how good. dare that's our That's our president, sir. Okay. <laughs> Not, not for much longer. <laughs> uh, like there's, I uh, I put out the tweets. Like I saw a couple other like it as well. But like on on election night, like who's gonna win? And I have I have two accounts, two Twitter accounts. One is like a normie account I've had forever. The other ones I made when I got into Bitcoin hardcore. And the results on it was basically fifty fifty on my normie account, and then it was like eighty twenty pro Trump on the on my Bitcoin account. So um, that's what's been really interesting this week is suddenly defining all these people who are completely anti-state anarchists. It is interesting. Are, are suddenly now pro-Trump slash 4chan conspiracy theorists. Oh, are you saying that terrible. Bitcoin Twitter participants are LARPing? Sir. <laughs> Sir. A little bit. Just a little bit. Best. Sure. Just a little bit. It's just like when they start defending Trump, it's like, well, hold on. Sure, a few weeks ago we were arguing because you're against the government state, and uh, I just think people think they're secret Trump fans, and I don't, I don't understand why. I think a lot of people think, I mean, who are, you know have anti-state tendencies, though, look at Trump as like a, you know, a breaker of the state, you know, from like within, you know, like a. But he's not. He's a complete fucking statist. He's the state. He's one of these parts. Well, he's an outsider within. He's an outsider within that system, though. You know, so that's part of it. He played it. Everything he did with Mnuchin, the tax breaks, you know, the amount of money he he pushed into his, uh, you know, the amount of money the Secret Service, he spent on the Secret Service so he can play golf or the amount of, like, events he's hosted at his hotels that the government has paid for. It's just, it's all fucking bollocks. People are looking straight past it. It's nonsense. Yeah. I, I agree with G-Main. He was. He spent a lot of his time as a Democrat. He spent another time as an independent. He's flip flopped his political opinions based on what is better for his businesses, what his dad wanted, and now his political ambitions. It's just fucking bollocks. G Main wants us to get back to Bitcoin talk, and I agree. Let's G Main to go fight. That was the thing I got out of this whole fucking bet, and I told you when we did the show, Pete. I'm just sick of paying attention to who gives a fuck. I don't. Like he, if, mm. if Biden is the president, I don't fucking care. Like, let's he, go. Number go up, you know. Hey, what happened to the Bitcoin talk? I want to hear what's the most exciting thing that you think is on the horizon for Bitcoin right now. Like, what, what's got you super amped, Matt? Number um, go up, dude. You playing Light Night? What's if going? Anyone on? Anyone says anything other than number go up right now, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it for the tech. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I'm I. Yeah, I'm I'm getting ready for a bull run. I'm I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling the Bitcoin pump. That that's that's no there's no joke there. Um what am I most optimistic about recently? I've like or excited not, excited like tech wise or you know Yeah, nah. recently I've I'm starting to, I'm starting to like liquid. I I don't I you know, it's starting to come to me. I before I I couldn't really understand the value prop behind it. Um and and I'm it's it's curious to me. I, I've been playing around with it a lot recently. Let me put it that way. So what are you thinking about using it for, Matt? Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because it. I still think I've distilled it down to the best explanation that anyone can come up with, um, which is it's Ripple without the shitcoin. 
And, uh, you know, it's offensive and it's provocative. And, you know, that's part of the reason it makes a good explanation. But it's also because people can understand it. Like the idea is make something like very fucking centralized, but not fully centralized, which is what Ripple is. And because of that, you're able to create transactions that are, are super cheap and super fast and maybe just censorship resistant enough to like complete regulatory arbitrage. And because of that, we could have a very simple way of transferring Bitcoin in a more private manner that where you're playing lower fees. Like it's instead of trying to make like this perfect, awesome system, which is like kind of what Lightning is going for. They just went for like this really pragmatic approach. Um, And because it has confidential transactions on it, which the negative is that you can't audit the supply. Uh, but on liquid, that doesn't matter because it's ripple without the shit coin. So, but, but because it has that, you can't see the asset or the amount that's being sent. So I can send, so we could do like a coin join where it's one, where I'm sending like 0.1 sats to you. And I mix that with five, five Bitcoin. And you couldn't tell, you don't need the same, uh, output size and like there's very interesting heuristic breakers there that you can do without like any kind of coin join or anything like I could just send when I send a transaction like I could send a transaction to Brecky where I send him 250,000 sats Sounds and good. then um, I could send like 10 sats to like 15 other people and no one would know what payment was that real payment <laughs> they would just see 15, 15 transactions go out they wouldn't know the amount that went to each one. They would see it go out to 15 addresses. So there's like some really interesting shit that could happen there. Uh, and it's very easy. It's, it's like overhead wise, it's very simple. It's, it's. Mac, can I ask a controversial question? Do you ask questions that are not controversial, Peter? Yeah. What's going on yeah, here? That's true. These... But basically, um, I don't, I just don't use lightning. I, I, maybe I should, I don't. Um, but I, is, is, is liquid basically a better lightning? Well, no, like- no. So, so the reason, one of the reasons you don't use lightning, right, is because it's like complicated to think about in your head, right? Yeah, like with liquid, it's just like Bitcoin in terms of like UX. Like you just paste an That's address, I mean. you just paste an address from your wallet, and then you get paid to that address, and you're good. That's what I mean. So, like, and there's no channel balances or liquidity or anything like that. So, all my Bitcoin. Deep cold storage, a small amount on a hardware wallet, and then like I've got point one of a Bitcoin in Lightning somewhere. Yeah, yeah, or you got like a hundred dollars in liquid, and you just yeah, like, use that as your spending wallet. Yeah, is but so basically, is it going to make Lightning irrelevant? No, I, I think Lightning is like ultimately what we want to strive for, which is is you know it it has it's more it has it requires less permission. It's more censorship resistant than liquid, but in terms of short term, like liquid is just more pragmatic. It's like a more pragmatic. Uh, My big issue with Lightning concept. is like, it's it's, a set, it's essentially two different user experiences as a system. Right. So if I was thinking about teaching someone to use it, you would teach them how to use Bitcoin, and then you'd have to reteach them this new thing. Right. Whereas if you teach them how to use Bitcoin, well, and you teach them how to use a shitcoin, it's kind of like the same thing. The bold case of lightning, the bold case of lightning is that the majority of people just get taught lightning. They never actually get taught Bitcoin. Mm. They they just live in this lightning ecosystem, and then they never actually come out. And and maybe maybe 
someday they're able to accrue enough savings. And then at that point they learn about on chain. But but the idea is that in the beginning, it's just oh, they're just 100 percent in the lightning ecosystem. They never fucking leave it. Matt, who forms the, the Federation, the Liquid Federation? Like, uh, they have like 16 companies. And but the the big issue is if it so 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 the trust model is you need a, a majority of those companies to fuck you. But there's an element of of their federation where if there's a lapse in time, it switches to two of three and Blockstream controls two of the three keys. So that's not good. I mean, that, that, that's, you know, it's, that is pretty much custodial, but they, it's a custodial arbitrage play, yeah. right? Where they're like not custodial and they need to like get around that. But the truth of the matter is, is the majority of the lightning ecosystem right now is also not custodial. Like, it's just, it's like what we're doing. And like, no one wants to talk about it because of the regulatory risk. But really the whole play on layer two right now in the short to medium term, whether that's lightning or liquid is like interoperable custody. And that is, it is what it is. Like, that's just, that's the reality. And I think that's fine if, if the user understands that trade-off and if it's a small amount, the problem is we're not educating the users of the trade-off because we want to keep regulators blind or I don't, but uh, like industry players want to keep regulators blind and they don't want to actually say like my product requires like a significant level of trust in me. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, users are, you know, they're using credit cards, they're using PayPal, they're using custodial things already. I'd rather them be using a custodial Bitcoin product than a custodial fiat product. Yeah. I mean, our life is custodial. Like before Bitcoin, there was no real non-custodial situation ever, right? Like that just didn't, except I guess you could, you could say it with hard metals. Like if you had gold or something, it was, it was non-custodial. But even with like fiat, like you're trusting their ledger on the back end, like cash. Dan, what do you think about lightning uh, pool? We're on lightning right now. That was a big announcement this week. Yeah, that I I don't have an inform an informed opinion yet. That is yeah, it's, it's still pretty it's still pretty new. Yeah, uh, I I did listen to some RHR yesterday, <laughs> so I heard I've heard Matt's take on it. But it it I, I Marty's mean it, bullish. Yeah, I talked to Marty about it on Tuesday the day it was dropped. He was on Swan Signal and, and he's I could tell he was excited about it. Um, Providing, like, yeah, being able basically to, to uh, stake liquidity on the network and earn uh, earn earn money based on that on staking that liquidity, and it's non-custodial, so it's not like you know trusting your lending your money on BlockFi or something. You're trusting BlockFi. It's a way to uh, generate return or yield on your Bitcoin uh, in a non-custodial way. It's pretty pretty, uh, it's you know. Exciting. I mean, Rick, if you're asking me what I'm excited about this week, besides friggin' crazy price rip, um, the lighting pool announcement's very interesting. And uh, we got to figure out what we're going to call it. I don't know if we can call it DeFi, the real DeFi. We're not calling it yield farming. Like, not, this is not right. happening, guys. I'm not cool with it. Live like, <laughs> Li Fi floating around. That's not I don't like Live Fi either. Fuck that. It's contrived. Yeah, it is contrived. That's for sure. I mean, and I, I want people like I think Lightning Pool is bullish as fuck. I think it's bullish for Lightning UX and and being being coming a, a routing node in a more permissionless way, like yeah. not needing to rely on people to give you inbound liquidity that you know. 
um, where you have like this click basically form where it's like only inside Bitcoiners are, are getting that routing liquidity. Um, I, I, I want to push back on the yield thing. Like this is an ongoing meme that we, we keep seeing and we saw this with Join Market and we're seeing it, we, we saw with just routing fees in general and now we're seeing it with Lightning Pool. Like I will believe that there's a reasonable level <laughs> of return for keeping my Bitcoin hot when there's a reasonable level of return for keeping my Bitcoin hot. Like I have not seen that yet. No. And like we have Alex Bosworth going out there saying that he's, he's made fucking bank on his routing node. And like, I've only lost money. Like I've only lost money. And I tried to flex like my Twitter reputation. Like I said, you know, connect to my node. I tweeted out and shit. Yeah. And I've only lost money. So are you, are you a divide there? There's a divide there. People shouldn't be going opening lightning nodes thinking they're going to make money. They should do it for ideological reasons. You're losing money because of uh, channel opening costs. Yeah. Opening fees, power, like internet. Yeah, like sure. I, I mean, and then I'm not even pricing in my risk, but I'm like keeping it hot. And they're like reporting vulnerabilities while I'm on a road trip. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, you got to get this updated in a week. Yeah. Matt, yeah. I haven't played with it yet. How is the UI then? Like, is of it lightning pool? Yeah. There is no UI. It's command line only. OK, well, then there won't be a yield until there's a UI. Exactly. That's my, my thought. Same with join market. Like, right. That's the main issue join markets facing as well. I mean, that's the thing. If there, were, if there was a banger UI, like, I feel like every Bitcoiner would use it. But We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, let's take a look at the chat real quick. Skylar, if you mention Polkadot again, I'm going to boot you. Um, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But but like let's let's talk about what this next bull run is going to look like. <laughs> talk about this. Like we all lived through 2017. We were all around uh, and what that felt like. I mean, I feel like this is going to be ten times as crazy. Uh, I, I well, first of all, the the company FOMO is is going to be real, and mm -hmm. I think we might be seeing some happening behind the scenes right now. Um, because, you know, it's going to take three to six months or so for these companies to like kind of go go through all the motions and get things figured out. And, uh, you know, you've got Square, you've got MicroStrategy, you've got like these, I mean, Michael Saylor is, you know, world-class salesman and he's out there making the faith and open like open sourcing the, the methods, methodology and, and, you know, saying, hey, we'll help you get there. And of course, once you get some skin in the game, we all know this, especially on that level, then you're just gonna you're gonna be out there selling and pitching and helping uh, to onboard more more Bitcoiners and companies. So look, this is I, I feel like this is happening right now, and the company FOMO, we're, we're gonna money printer going burr. Like they're they're getting that cash. They're pretty close to that printer. They're gonna be, you know, seeing that look they can do exactly what MicroStrategy did, do buy a bunch of Bitcoin, do a stock tender offering. Watch their stock price go up. Get rid of the people who don't aren't interested in in the, that move, that Bitcoin move, and and then you know just whatever is left over, buy more Bitcoin. It's a genius play, and you could just do that over and over again. Watch your stock price go up. Uh, you know, buy back some shares and hold Bitcoin. I don't I don't see why uh, every company won't be doing this over the next couple of years. It's gonna be insane. I mean, eventually it's going to happen. I'm more curious about like what the actual moves are going to look like. You know, like if, if you remember back to 2017, like there, 
multi-thousand dollar candles. Like, are we going to see that again? Is it going to be a steady climb? Like, I, I don't know. I think it go either way. But well, I think yesterday is an indication. Yes, yesterday was like a mini test pump, and we did two, nearly two k, right? Yeah, yeah. All in one day. Eight one day. We're gonna, dude. We're gonna have a ten k. We're gonna have a ten k minute. Ten k minute. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be fucking like, insane. Is, is 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 when people start realizing they're like, "What? I'm not fucking selling this shit." Exactly. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. Dude, it happened to me last time. I mean, like, uh, I was scared to dump Bitcoin. I didn't. I didn't like not sell the top because of ideological reasons. I was like actually scared. I was like, "This is it." We this didn't have enough Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> we didn't have enough Bitcoin, right? Well, that's hyper Bitcoinization's upon us. Yeah, you never oh, have enough Bitcoin. But I, was, I, was I like, thought I had I more time. I was like, I'm going to sell back to dollars. Dollars are evaporating before my eyes. Is shit coin? Why am I going to trade for that shit coin? <laughs> exactly. But, but that you, was, start, you start to do the calculation where you're like, you know, I'm oh, I'm funding the enemy because I have to give them capital gains tax. You know, so you're like, no. Then I then I just like delay hyper Bitcoinization longer. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe imagine I'm like fu- like you were having that reaction as an individual last time imagine mm-hmm. fund managers having it this time because like yeah. they're they're you know they've they've been in a 40-year regime of like bonds are the thing to store wealth and you know that looks like it's over and they're you know there's like what 14 trillion outstanding in you know treasury bonds and you know that this is I think infl- you know bondholders are the biggest victims of inflation, and I, I think uh, I think Bitcoin's going to be the the beneficiary of that rotation. Yeah. I think the one thing, like when you talk about the concept of like maybe escape velocity, like Preston Pish has been, you know, saying is like the one reason I could see that not happening is because these guys, you know, they're in their forties, fifties, sixties, and they've had the unit account as the dollar their entire life. And they've also had a lot of maybe like prime assets they've been thinking about getting their hands on for a number of years. And so if they have a chance to dump and like pick up that skyscraper or whatever, maybe they do it. I don't know. So that's that's one thing I could see happening. <laughs> one other question, though, is like, is this what is the time frame for hyper Bitcoinization? I know that's a terrible question. Like, what does that even mean? But I feel like a lot of us didn't think about corporate FOMO. It like kind of surprised a lot of people. Um, shut up, Matt. I know you think about everything. I'm not talking to you. Um, FOMO everywhere, man. What, okay, so I'm just getting you ready. There's going to be central bank FOMO pretty soon. Yeah, that's the big like, one. I hope you're ready yeah. for that. That's when hyper Bitcoinization. And that's is. not priced in yet. Pretty for the soon. Record. What do you mean by pretty soon? Pretty soon, I don't know, fucking five years, less than five years. Like, yeah. what does it matter? It's all, it's all bullshit. It doesn't fucking matter. How high is it going to go? How long is it going to take? All bullshit. Negligible. Yeah. Negligible also, amount of time. Well, There's a negligible know. difference in the, in the amount it goes up. Can I uh, know when the central banks start buying? They're not gonna. We're not gonna find that out until years later. The little guys are gonna buy first. We we'll don't know first. about those, but we won't know about the big players. Well, no, the like, little guys are gonna secretly yeah. buy. I think. Yeah. I kind of dig. I kind of dig like just like random little countries, like just stacking sats, just quietly. That's like the most would, bullish I, scenario because then, right? then, then they all have to do it competitively. I really exactly. we would stack. Would, would we stack through an ally? Like, could we do that? Well, the beauty is if you stack secretly for a little bit, then you can just announce and it automatically pumps. Like if yeah. a, a Korea or like a Japan or someone did that and just stacked and then just once they had a lot, they were like, we're accumulating. Like it would just automatically pump. It's just like that, the, it's guaranteed money. 
could but be. There's no logic to that. When, that. when a respectable central bank does that. Right. Mm. Uh, I've got a question. Um, Wait, hold on. Like, respectable central bank, is that such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, like yeah, Japan or South Korea, I think, are really good targets for that. Right, shut the fuck up. Um, I've got a question. question. Fuck you. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I saw the whole video. I know that's what I'm supposed to say. Has anyone in their head, like, probably thought through uh, if and when they'll sell some Bitcoin? I know everyone says, I'll never sell it. But if you're never going to sell it, that's kind of, of course, you'll sell some at some point. Like, I, in my head, always set three halvings, and we've gone through one. But we said, I'm not going to sell any more for two more. Like, because each one is like another phase. So retail FOMO, business FOMO, movie central. Stay humble, Austin. So... I don't know. You know, the more the more like loan products and shit like that come out there, the more there are ways to not yeah. sell it and still, you know, take advantage. And for me, I told myself ten years when I first bought in fifteen. We're not even at we're not even at my first target yet. So I'll no, I think you spend it, you don't sell it. That's the theory. <laughs> well, yeah, but you like don't right? want, you don't want to fund the enemy, you know, because you got to you spend out. it, you don't sell it. Like we'll be in a Bitcoin circular economy. It, there, there's no need to why am I converting to like why are people excited about like Coinbase's credit card or whatever right. like you're just market selling to buy a good that's yeah. not like I, 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 I'm I'm looking forward to when you can just spend Bitcoin and, and the merchant's going to hodl it and spend it themselves I think yeah. also like a message I'm always trying to get out there to like you know the plebs basically is the billionaires want your seat man and, you know, I know that you've had your uh, eye on the house with the white picket fence and the Lamborghini for a long time. But, like, if you can just, you know, push through that pain, you're going to end up being a lot richer on the other side. So you got to you got to decide what's important to you. Right. And I can't make that decision for you. I tell you what is interesting. Sorry, I know this is your show. I wouldn't normally want to raise one of my sponsors, but um, <laughs> the mighty Kraken. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, uh, the BlockFi credit card that's coming is interesting because it's one where if you spend dollars, you get sats back. Right, like fold, like the fold card. Yeah. Is like, that what they're doing? Yeah, yeah that makes more sense to me. Those that are makes great. More sense I'm going to dump me. all my airline cards for that shit. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you could do is you could use the BlockFi card and that will put sats back into your castle wallet alongside the Bitcoin you've bought from your Kraken. And then just right. go bankrupt. And you know, but I wouldn't mention my sponsor. Wait, wait, wait! I have a funny idea. I have a funny idea, Peter. Let's let's each shill our our respective sponsors. No, that's rude. I wouldn't do that. No, I'll <laughs> you shill Swan, Matt. You shill uh, American Hoddle or something. I don't know. Wow. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, wow. I'll shill. I'll shill Matt. I'll shill. It's already, already balanced. <laughs> I'll show Bisque and Hoddle Hoddle. Go buy yeah. without KYC. BTC pay server. We'll yeah, I'm hey, wearing what? my BTC pay hat. Why what would be your... Say? There we go. Hey, guys, Yo. instead of like saying what do we think is going to happen during the bull run, what would be your advice for people who've never been through a bull run? Stay before? humble, sack it sats. It's a crazy feeling, you know? Literally came up with a meme for it. What's the long? What's the longer version of "Stay humble, stack sets" for the for the plebs who are who are dense? Don't I mean, I mean today. Did you not see that? Huh. I put um, "Stay humble, stack American hodl sets." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Stay humble, Pete. 
<laughs> Stay humble unless you're Peter. There's no humble way of winning a bet. <laughs> That's true. Do we have any uh, any shit coiners watching the show right now? <laughs> to them, yeah, I would not. Say, do not FOMO into shit coins. I made that mistake. No, I think, I mean, if you're going to shit coin, like at least run your own node. Like use your own node, like be a proper shit coiner. Like don't leave it on exchanges. What, like Dude. run a Cardano node or something? Is that even I, I, like, I think you should try You should try and run an Ethereum node. Like if you... Yeah, well, then you'll find Ethereum. out what a piece of shit it is for sure. I think That's you learn a lot about Bitcoin. Advice. I think you learn yeah. a lot about a Bitcoin when you try and like use a shitcoin properly. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Run your own link node, Mitch. Dude, <laughs> I, listen, don't, don't do the thing where you trade shitcoins this cycle. That's You're going to get fucking burned. Don't do that shit. Mitch, do you run do you run an ETH node, Mitch? A full, <laughs> a full archival ETH node. <laughs> no shaming of Mitch, okay. I'm not shaming. I'm asking a simple question. If he wants to own ETH and Link. That's that's on him. <clears throat> not just those bit like it's like the day we just went through the couple days we just went through. Like it just hits you out of nowhere, and the gains just come flying at you. But if you're not hodling, you're not gonna get any of those gains. But also, like, you need to think of like what are like what are your long term goals? Like Peter said to himself, like, you know, I'm not selling at least until three halvings or whatever it is. You know, like for me personally, like I've said this to myself. We'll see if I actually hold to it. But like, I'm not selling during this. Like, even if we go up to 100 grand or more, like to me, like I think we're going further than that. And I'm not a trader, so I'm not going to play those games. Uh, you know, I think it's good to have a plan and think whatever, about it. whatever that whatever it does peak at, which none of us know. You'll either sell too early and go, fuck, it's gone from one to two, or you'll miss the top and then you'll watch it come down. You'll be like, oh, no. Yo, when cheers to Jay Horn in the comments. When does it stop? Matt, Marty, Pete, and Levera are. There we go. Look, look, Pete, you got some crud. Well, I should bags. Cheers, Jay Horn. Jay Horn, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was still shitcoining when I, when I got to, uh, I got to spend some time with Matt in the Caribbean randomly. And uh, he, I think I was a Bitcoiner by that point, but he tore apart any remaining arguments I had. And uh, my shit That sounds pretty high time preference, gentlemen. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Okay, so I, I <laughs> went to my cousin's fucking wedding and, and Brecky was a groomsman. Yes. <laughs> Brecky was a groomsman, which is, can you imagine that from like Brecky's angle? He fucking had no idea, just fucking just showed up. Well, no, I get, a, uh, I get a text message from... Either from no from from uh, your cousin, and it's a picture of you two, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Because well, he he said the usual thing to me, right? Which is like, oh, how are you doing? It's like, oh, you're still doing that Bitcoin thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm still doing that Bitcoin thing. And he's like, I know a Bitcoin guy. I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, do you know him? And like, you're like, oh, let me see. But like, you're like, fuck you. Like, ridiculous. Like, we know each other. Like, everyone knows each other. And he showed me, he showed me Brecky's picture. I was like, oh fuck, I know this guy. Matt, I'll be honest though. If it weren't for that connection, I don't know if we'd be friends. Because back then, I was like still a clown. And well, I brought you into Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, straight hey, shitcoiner. Hey, he was like huge shitcoiner then. He oh, had yeah, the fucking awesome Rick and Morty show, but yeah. it was just a lot of yeah. shitcoining. It was crypto Brecky, dude. It wasn't either one. It was like, hey, change your fucking name to Bitcoin Brecky, man. Yeah. God damn it. Maybe it was you. I don't remember. It could. There be. was a while where we were shaming everybody to change their name because <laughs> some of you still had the crypto uh, handle, and we were like, no, fuck that, <laughs> get rid of it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, so that was good. a good rebrand. That was a smart. I mean, if you it see crypto better. in the handle, you just assume the person has no idea what they're talking about. Yep. Yes. Like you can shitcoin, just uh, understand that you live in the Bitcoin industry. You're not in the crypto industry. You're in the Bitcoin. Crypto is, yeah, exactly. Crypto is one of those words. Matt, you should change your shows for to uh, tales from the Bitcoin. Oh no, no. Well, I mean, I don't. I didn't name it, right? I came in on episode twenty-four. Wait, and 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 to be to be absolutely clear, I if if you go back on the tapes, I almost always call it TFTC. I yeah. never say tales from the crypt. Coincidence? What did like, I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> Matt, tell. I wanted to hear the breakdown. What happened with Andreas stealing your the name? Oh, I'm he didn't like Marty's just fucking around on Twitter. It's funny when he goes cease and desist or whatever. Like we're we're breaking copyright on Tales (laughs) in the Crypt. Like the fucking HBO has it first, first and foremost. Like I, I, all these guys like they think it's they fucking think it's clever. Just like Marty thought it was clever with the Barstool guys when they came up with it. You know, thank God they dropped the the O. You know, but Dude, uh, have you guys listen they all to think it's clever, so they all come up to it. Andreas just doesn't even pay attention. Andreas is completely out of touch with the Bitcoin community. He has no idea what's going on. That's the key thing. It wasn't him trying to spite us. He just didn't even know Tales from the Crypt existed. Yeah. Right. He was just completely clueless to the point where, I mean, I'm not going to. He like asked which podcast he should be on. And a bunch of people recommended that he comes on, comes on our podcast um, and then he did the tweet where he was like, I'm not, I'm not trying to go on more podcasts with white men on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he went on Stefan's. I'm like, I'm glad we got, we got Stefan there, but still, you know, like you, you thought about like, that kind of pissed me off. So the tales from the crypto thing didn't really piss me off. That's whatever. We've got two good questions here. One, I was actually going to ask this and Jay Horn, I'm kind of glad you brought it up in Matt. You don't have to answer this, but, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Has anyone heard from the Mamadov brothers after? Yeah, their, they're doing good. Their fun blew up. Okay, all right, cool. Masir did. He, he fucking humble motherfucker. He donated the proceeds from his book. Yeah, to a Bitcoin dev under the radar. Did not want to be. He didn't want to be called out for it and and thanked nice. for it. Um, yeah. and look, I Murad was, got Murad got fucking killed on March twelfth. Okay, I was like Murad there, a while there's, ago. there's, there's, there's a shit ton of episodes before March 12th happened that was basically just get summed up between me and Murad going back and forth with him being like, I can now trade this market and me going stay humble stack that stay yeah. humble stack that. So true. like, it's all there. It's known, you know, it should be a learning experience for people. I think. The um, up is because uh, like, like we're trying to tell people like come up with your own conclusions, do your own research. Uh, Murad is the reason why I don't have more Bitcoin because I was waiting for $1,700 Bitcoin because he kept saying it was coming. So I no 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 that's like, what although I'm angry at him. Well, no, he never said seventeen hundred. That was that was tone. No, Murad went low. He said like tw- between eighteen hundred and twenty two hundred, and that's why people don't like him. Is because wait really? He said that yeah. low? Yeah, he got. Well, that's happened, bad. I, I watched the whole thing play out. Like he basically perfectly called the bottom. Like he said. Eighty billion dollar market cap. Or yeah, he whatever, switched, which, right? He, yeah, he, he said, switched. He said, he "This dude, is the bottom now, he, right?" He should have never switched because he fucking called it perfectly. No, then he be, he became like a mini celebrity amongst the bears, and he was going on Tone Show and doing hyperwave. Oh, I didn't all that realize bullshit. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was not a hundred percent aligned with Tone and the hyperwave guys. No, but, but when he, he went, when he when he when he got wrecked, he was bullish at that point, yeah, and he got yes, wrecked because it point. went. 
but at that point, Tone was still saying hyperwave. Yes, but a, right? lot of the, a lot of the noobs from 17 were watching Rod as an indicator. Okay, and, fine. Well, I told them and, to stay humble yeah. and tax sats. Like, they no, should have just You gave them the right advice. But I'm Wait. saying the reason there's some animosity left in the community is because people were waiting for a lower call. But Personal but, responsibility. Yeah, personal yeah, responsibility, yeah, motherfuckers. Like, it's not Murad's fault that you guys were waiting. I bought it 3200 Why didn't you? you know well, I have like, people. I have people that are giving me shit because they were like, Matt, Bitcoin prices pumped so much. I shouldn't have been humble. Like why? Like I should, I should have just went whole hog in at a cheaper price and I stayed humble and now I'm fucked. That's why me shit been, for saying that. That's why I've been slightly cutting against Matt's message the whole time. I mean, you know, <laughs> how, many people, how many people didn't sell? Cause Josh, whatever his name is, said 33 K by July. 33 K by July. 33 K. It's like, people Listen, it, dude, if you listen to a random dude on the internet, that's yeah, on you. That's on you. Right. But, fucking dumb. But we are going to hit 33 by July, though. I mean, that's I true. This July. I don't think anyone running a multi-million dollar fund should be leverage trading on BitMEX. Well, that was the... Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't want to, you know, that was the angle. Welcome to Bitcoin, motherfucker. The angle was that the Americans couldn't. What do you mean the Americans couldn't? Which is why he was oh, doing it for yeah. them, because he was in Azerbaijan. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't an he wasn't an American fundy, so he could listen. It's it's just a it's an Icarus story. Nobody saw March twelfth coming. I mean, dude, do you you want a fun game? Take your stack and fucking times it by thirty eight hundred, which is the March low, and then times it by what the price is today, like fifteen six or whatever. Yeah. and just look at look at the swing between them because I never got kicked in the dick harder than on March twelfth. No, and price. the fucked up part <laughs> isn't like everyone knew Bitmex was was irresponsible everyone knew you know if you go trade on bitmex it's a casino i think what a lot of people learned on march 12th was that the block fies like my own sponsor unchained cap unchained like yeah. lendl like all these different tools where you were able to to basically borrow against your bitcoin but in practice you're you're leveraging bitcoin right and right. and and there was a bunch of people that got fucked on on relatively low leverage they were you know at at whatever 50 percent leverage and then whatever, the yeah. price drops 60 70 percent all in one day and they just got fucking wrecked yeah. i heard tons um, of so i think a lot people. of people learned a lesson there in yeah. terms of like like really stay humble like you gotta and people are gonna learn the opposite lesson this this next year too I, dude I the know people, risk. people are gonna try to time the market and they're gonna get ripped to the upside and they're gonna yeah. be out of the market you know, see, mitchell never forget march 12th 100 bitcoin on march 12th 100 think about that shit <laughs> Huh? I love that we can do the comment thing. That's super cool. <laughs> Matt, if you want, you can I just huddle. And I can put it up on the screen. Mm. Dude, if you're in this space long enough, you really, you respect the hodl. Because shit is wild as fuck. I'll tell you something. So I, um, I fucked up in 2017. I traded like whatever amount of Bitcoin I did up to like 180 Bitcoin, right? And yeah. then I put half of it into mining and half into shit coins. And I nearly ended up with fuck all. Like, I got really close to the bone. Um, it wasn't a 20K at that point, but it was still like, I look there and go, I wish I'd had 180 Bitcoin. And obviously, I don't now. But what I've done over ever since I stopped trading, which was about 18 months ago, all I've done is um, some of my invoices are paid in Bitcoin and 25% stays. And then more recently, it's been like 50%. I've just kept and put it in and I, I keep a little spreadsheet and every month it just goes up a bit every single month i've seen it i've tracked it some months a bit more than others but the number of sats goes up every single month there's never a month since then where it's dropped 
and that's it. Yeah. That's how you do it. And right Same. now, I'm like fucking. It feels up. so good. It, it does. does. It's so yeah. happy with where I am now. I, I wish the only. I mean, obviously, I wish I'd bought some more, but like every step was responsible, and and I'm in a position where I'm like, okay, if there's another ball run, that's quite exciting. So yeah. I think that the the hodl meme is fucking brilliant. No, fuck Hoddle. You got to stack sats. Stack sats. Yeah, this trend to, to DCA is great. I'm yeah. just, I've gotten over the, like, there were people who were shitting on Hoddle for a while. It was like the B-cashers and oh, shit. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that shit. The other thing with gambling, I, I made, I made this year, made some poker, but I also made a, a, quite a bit this month on a bet on the election. Significant <laughs> <laughs> month, this one, in that little spreadsheet. Fucking annoying. Uh, Jesus Christ. Dude. Why is the camera only on me, bro? What the fuck? Dude. Uh, let's, talk about this. let's talk about how you feel, Otto. How do you feel about this? You know what I hate? When the price goes down and you tell people you're hodling or like for me, I have hodl in my handle and shit and people are like, oh, so you're who I've been dumping on. Like, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you made $3,600. Like, I'm sure that's a lot of money for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shit pisses me off so bad. Noticed. Maxwell equations, anyway. you don't need a beard to be here, but uh, they are encouraged. FYI. Dude, <clears throat> I need my block clock. I need it. It's coming. It's in the mail. I was. I came so close to buying the OG block real, clock. Me too. Me too. Well, I, was the one, I was harassing NBK Dude, on The uh, orange on is nice. The orange is nice. And that's why the mini exists because I harassed NBK and I was like, No, I don't know about that. I think the mini exists because I harassed. All right, we'll take joint ownership of it, bro. We'll take joint ownership. I've been harassing NBK because I want there to be like a (laughs) version or like an app. Like, I want to. guys just getting harassed all the time. (laughs) We're like, We want a cheaper clock, goddammit. You made a thing of beauty. But we're unwilling to pay you for it. <laughs> I tried to do like layaway. I was like, I'll buy it in five years. <laughs> my my, I'm getting married in in. I'm not going to say the month next year, and that's, my lady said we have to invite we have to invite Rodolfo. Maybe he'll give us a block lock. <laughs> Is she for Bitcoin or not? Yes. Oh, she, always. If you, you can't be with Matt and not be. You got a Bitcoin I mean, we started dating in the bear market. 2015, we started dating. She, she bought the bottom. Leverage. Have you got, have you got nice. a Bitcoin prenup, man? That's beautiful. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm. I, it's off brand for me to declare my holdings to the state. I know. So <laughs> I, we, you know, you don't. I can't. A- I can't discuss that for 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 opsec reasons. He or she who controls the keys owns the Bitcoin. That's all. That's all that Bitcoin recognizes. I, I mean, I lost all my Bitcoin gambling, so there's no reason to have a Bitcoin prenup. Dude, in Bitcoin, ownership is 10 tenths of the law, or possession is 10 tenths of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone going to the Bitcoin 2021 conference in LA? Raise your hand. When, uh, when is it? Uh, April. End of April, I believe. Late April. Like I think it's like April 30th to the 1st. If the planes are flying... If the planes are flying, we're gonna get Pete on that on that we're fucking plane. Pete. Pete, I want to see you on like a uh, one of those freight ships, like container. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's the planes, whatever planes, trains, boats, shit. Uh, you're no. not letting from the UK. The UK people can't come to the US at the moment. You can come. Nope. We'll 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 endorse you. It yeah. doesn't matter. A 14 day quarantine. If I do, 14 days we'll back. 
We'll get it's a coyote not- to bring you over, man. <laughs> over. It's been ages. I think it's the longest I've not seen you in person, Matt, since I discovered Bitcoin. Yeah, I definitely since I've discovered you. Yeah, sucks. So touching. <laughs> I miss you, bro. I miss the Bitcoiners. I mean, I'm glad I had Dallas. Dallas was good. Dallas well, I've got, I've got Ryan Selkis with me these days. That's ridiculous. I could not. <laughs> I could not live in that room. Is that? <laughs> Ryan Selkis. It's Ryan Selkis, of course. Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> the photo changes every now and again. It was um, it, for a while. It was uh, Ian Bellina. Then it was uh, do, then it was Calvin Air and, and do his... your children ask you who that is? <laughs> like, yeah, it's Ryan Selkis. Is this Uncle it's, Ryan? It's Uncle Ryan. Yeah. It's Uncle Ryan. <laughs> Uh, Uncle yeah, Ryan but, runs the full node. I, think, I don't know. I might change it to Pomp. Pedro McCormick actually looking Brazilian. I don't, know I don't see it. Okay, then. I disagree. Do we have – give us a hard-hitting question, listeners. Come on, listeners. You got some, some all-stars. Give us something hard-hitting. Ask Matt about privacy. Give him a, give him a curveball. Don't ask me. That's yeah, but that's not a curveball. That'll just be Is Matt that the joke? I think it was a chasm. Uh, we like a game of Guess Who. Do you guys have Guess Who? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, we guess the faces. Glasses. Yeah, yeah. That game yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. That game I think is it's an American now. game. You can't play it anymore because you have to be like, there's a person of unspecified origin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That identifies male, female, or other. That is probably the least PC game ever. I never it really is. thought about it that. That's true. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's fat and he's black and he's got glasses. <laughs> yeah. David Middleton, there is no such thing as alt season. Get out of here. It doesn't exist. Yeah, how do we get Hoddle to do a what coin join? Like, what a fucking cuck mentality over there with him. He doesn't coin join? Dude, he's, never, I, uh, he's never done a single coin join. I, you did, talking a about of, I did a couple of wasabi coins. American Hoddle. I've never done but, a uh, I haven't. I haven't Pete. ever. So easy. Still, every, every dude... I keep being like, uh, you know, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump in, I'm gonna care about my privacy, and then I just fucking can't get myself to care. It's, I'm like, it's like Pete still doesn't know what an X pub is, you know? Like I, he just can't I, get himself I to care. Join. I never you know? join. He's an X-Pub. You both should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> Barely look at my node. I blame I mean, it on Mashinsky can go fuck himself. Mentality, you know? Like I just yeah, have such a hardcore mentality. Fucking fuck himself. <laughs> we're just responding to comment i'm just responding blindly to comments by the way that did. no one can see on the stream did you yeah. see what happened with Mishinsky? yeah what no, the fuck was that pete was so like, what the fuck happened so he came out and said like i deleted an interview with him i was like never, <laughs> never been on my show dude he's like and then he was like he showed a like screen grab of a google result it was like up. a fake show it was a show there was an interview he did on another show oh, yeah but, but he used your art yeah, yeah, they use my art, and I was like, used to, and I was like, and then he didn't apologize, and then he started sharing text messages between me and one of his employees. It's like fucking weird. That guy's no. Oh, so those are weird. Those were real text messages. That was a real message. Yeah, um, that was it. Consensus last year, the year before. But it's just fucking weird. It's like what? It you was do? a pretty funny conspiracy. Hey, that's yeah. a that's signs of success for you, Pete. People are lying about being on your show and shit. You know. Hey, but I invented VoIP. Kyle Collins. Yes, you can sign up for Swan, and you can auto deposit to your uh, your uh, Casa. That's what, what I do. That's how I roll. And when you want to level up, come and listen to Tales from the Crypt. 
I just said it. And uh, you know, Gigi's Gigi's on the squad, the Swan Squad now, and his uh, first project he took on was was uh, adding X pubs. So yeah, let's pull out real soon. Be able to drop in your your Casa Multi Sig Y pub, I guess. X pub. Oh, hey, I finally I Great finally signed up for uh, I finally signed up for Swan. I'm a Swan customer now. I should have said oh, that. Oh yeah, we're on the Swan hey, Lounge, bro. Congratulations. I'm sick of Jack Dorsey's politics. Yeah, yeah bullshit. bullshit. Uh, when do we get one in the UK? There we go. When Brady, when do we get one in the UK? That's not gonna happen. I mean anytime soon. Oh fuck you. It's just I mean, it's just a lot of work. We have a tiny team. It's so much uh, to do in the US. Peter, Peter, I've got a deal plus, for you. Plus Obi Obi is running coin floor over yeah, there. Brady, Brady, hold on, hold on. What would happen if you uh if you adopt Swan as your as your sponsor? I wouldn't because I'm team Kraken. <laughs> the mighty kraken the mighty kraken <laughs> well, at, least, at least you all listen to my show <laughs> and the mighty kraken is just it's a good meme it is a good it's meme it's really good it's very good I get it. that was all you Dude, pete somebody, right like you came somebody, up with that on the spot i think right hey, what, somebody take that somebody take that doge meme where it's like the sad dog and then the big muscular dog and do kraken and the mighty kraken okay <laughs> like it wasn't pete it wasn't in the copy that they gave you right like you just sat down you're like the mighty kraken no nobody ever gives me copy well they do and i just throw it away and i just make yeah. shit up <laughs> we, we've got ryan draycott in the chat i bet by the end of this episode he could put that together <laughs> it was very good I, I i commend you on that one it was a good one the mighty kraken <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nick, I'm always like it's one of those ones I'm always like waiting for. I'm like, oh, there it is. Nick's a good dude, and it doesn't help any of us to speculate on who Satoshi is. Yeah, it's. I think Satoshi is uh, Walt Disney, personally. <laughs> it's possible. It's it's right. Yeah, sell your hex for XRP, food and cereal. Is is hex that Richard Hartcoin? Yeah, yeah that, they're both scams. Is it actually like? Dude, can we talk about? No, we don't need to talk about. Don't give them any airtime. Sell your well, head. I just thought, the only thing I was gonna say. I, is I just I can't believe so that actually weird worked. when he chose to launch that. Why would you launch it in a bear market? Fucking. He's killing ass. it. He's killing yeah. it. Scammers always kill it. Scammers make bank. A, he could have done better in a bull market for sure. Scammers make bank. I know. Do you know how much time. Charlie Lee made off Litecoin? Bank. Don't give him airtime. Sell your hex and then drown yourself. Ross is not going to get a pardon, unfortunately. Not going to happen. If, if Trump is lame duck, I think it's possible. It's possible. Trump could do Snowden, maybe, but not Ross. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Sen- Senator Loomis. Yeah, oh yeah, that's bullish. That's Got great. a Bitcoin, another Bitcoiner in the Senate. Another no, but she's Parker. a real Bitcoiner. No, no, she knows Parker in real life. Yeah, Will could be Satoshi. What do we and say? Will, right? Will's her son. Yeah, and, and Will, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a Bitcoiner. She's a straight Bitcoiner. She is. She we is. have a senator who has like, like has cold storage on a cold card. Yeah. Like uses and, her own node and shit. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Wyoming, bro. We all got to get to Wyoming and set up the fucking we, Citadel, man. We don't need everyone in Texas and Wyoming. Like, that's a bad <laughs> idea. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> 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 yeah loomis is good i mean i mean, this is I mean if we if you don't want to hang out matt fine be that way <laughs> all right yeah i still remember when you guys when you flew out specifically for a tftc that was pretty pretty amazing i think that was, was pretty, your, 
your first public. Uh, oh, that's right. I yeah. put him in Uber myself. Yeah, I, got man, I was safe. so I was so drunk after that TFTC. My God, we got wrecked. The fuck is this we got guy wrecked. Talking about how much he's stacking. Who the fuck I is say- it? I was saying goodbye to Marty, and it was like when two toddlers leave daycare. We were just like, ah, bye, bye, bro. Like, fucking just floating <laughs> away. Like, <laughs> Matt's like escorting me out. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good app. It was a good rip. Funny, the in person yeah, rips are where it's in at. In person is key, man. It's mm-hmm. key. Matt, you guys need to do more video content. I don't know what's no, going on. No, I don't like the video content I, as I do this video content. <laughs> I feel like it's almost less authentic than just listening, like coming in through your ears. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, but I like I like the audio only too. I did that Citizen Bitcoin for 106 episodes. Never we've did been we've video. been audio only this whole time. Like once you break your virginity, it's gone. I you did. Know? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, so we're 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 you're you still know, you're still we're here. standing above you, talking down to you <laughs> from our audio only pedestal. Like, it's like, like, it's I'm like, like uh, why am I gonna do I video content? Mean, it's like They're actors who like, do theater versus actors who do film. You know, it's you're like, just imagining. Well, you're the, trying to I'm imagine the what's going on. What's going? Who who knows what's going on during the RHRs? No one knows. <laughs> There's like flamingos. They're like dancing salsa and shit, and you have no idea. Hey, bro, I know. I've been there. You got to think about like the good you can do, though. The more you and Marty did video episodes every single time, Kyle, like, you reach more people and you create more Bitcoiners. In my opinion, people trust faces, whether they're trustworthy or not. We're here. I'm here. I'm doing this video. Uh, I don't trust Matt. He looks like a shyster. Yo, fuck you, Pete. I'm your Uncle Jim. You're using my note. <laughs> I mean, you should. You should use my node. He's not. I still love RHR. Is still like one of my favorites. No, it's no okay. Offense to, no offense it's, to Swan Lounge. It's doing all right. CFTC in general is still one of my favorites. You know. Oh yeah, it's top. No one should listen to it. <laughs> it's the second best. <laughs> you know what? The di- big difference between your two shows is that uh, TFTC just has that like. It has that Rogan feel, like the early days. Yeah, all right, here, I'm going to give you both compliments. We're not the Pete, Spotify Rogan. Pete, you have the new polished Rogan feel on your show where it's like, you know, a battleground of ideas, right? And uh, he has the early insane Rogan feel where it's like, we're all smoking weed and getting drunk as fucking shit, which is like, uh, they're both good. One yeah, I mean, I don't ever like a Rogan comparison because I always think it's just like, See that's so the difference. Rogan. It's yeah. like buying like it's like buying a car and every car being compared to one specific car. <laughs> no, the the Rogan the the problem with you, Pete, is that the Rogan comparison is the ultimate compliment. That's that's the issue. Dude. I, shout I, out, I shout out, out RDBTC. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the mighty Kraken. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put a I put a uh, I put a tweet once where I was like. Joe Rogan is the Pete McCormack of everything not Bitcoin. I, I did I did appreciate that tweet. I didn't press like, but I appreciated it. You were like, you're such a fucking arrogant prick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we doing, are we doing think, hey, Pete, do they think you've got a big head in Bedford? You walk around, you're no. like, I'll have so many followers. The mighty Kraken. Do they... <laughs> They give you shit. Wait, wait. What's better? Do you walk in? Do you walk in? Go down to the pub and like, hey, and they're like, they're like look at this guy. He's all Hollywood. Look at him. <laughs> I don't go out in the room. 
Matt, are we doing, Matt, are we doing another Christmas show? Are we going to set a record because your record's been taken. Are you going to come to to America? We can get in. I'll come, but I don't think I don't think it'll be. I'm in Kansas in. City, USA. <laughs> I don't think they'll be letting people in. But we're like we'll do it remote. But your your crown's been taken, dude. Uh, who who took my crown? Um, someone took your crown recently. Was it Sailor? It might have been Sailor. Well, I mean, that's bullshit. He cheats. He's a billionaire. Dude, did you guys see Sailor? Let's go. The bull. Sailor had a shirt on that had 6.15 on it. I was like, fuck yeah. Yo, like, he can't, he just comes in. He comes in. He he goes directly along party lines. He says exactly what we want to hear. And he deploys, he deploys $750 million into Bitcoin, 500 million of it is his company. And then 250 is his own personal income. And then he's just, he just is, he's just the boss, you know, like what the fuck? Like, is that, I'm cool with it, I guess I'm cool with it, but like, let's just understand what the fuck just happened. Dude. He's the first of many. I also, I saw an article with him from uh, like right before his entrance into Bitcoin where it's like CEO gets in trouble for calling COVID fake or whatever. (laughs) Was it him? That was him. And I was like, oh man, he's always been one of us. Yeah. But even he, I mean, while he's chilling on his yacht, you know, like not, not with civilization at all. I want to know where his other yachts are. He has what, six or seven, he said. You know, so we're the only podcast, pretty much the only major Bitcoin podcast that has not had him on yet. Yeah, he said he didn't want to go on it. No, no. So <laughs> we'll do it in person. Like, Michael, if you're listening to this, we'll do it in person. We'll fly out to you. You know, I think like we're going to need at least five days to do the recording. Um, and we're, we're happy to stay on your yacht if that's what it requires. <laughs> You can stay on. Apparently, he has seven yachts, so you can. Yeah, but you know, one of the yachts. Give me the worst yacht. Yeah, dude. I'll take Marty yacht number seven. the most humble yacht. Yeah, and I don't even need. You don't have to provide the jet. I'll just take. I'll fly commercial. Take the TFTC jet. Take your <laughs> yeah, Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start getting some more like non-bitcoin people like everyone's doing the circuits it's the same fucking interview every week we need to we need to red pill some more people who we're red pilling plenty of people we're it's fine everything's good we're good i want ice cube i want ice cube. i want ice cube i really want ice keanu keanu is i would love to get keanu on man there's some behind the scenes uh behind the scenes major ceos that own bitcoin but they're uh they're not willing to publicize. Uh, can I say? I've already you, said you, that. you can't say bullshit that you have like right. a private line that you're it's not allowed pri- well, to it's say. Well, it's a privilege. It's a privileged source, but bullshit. Uh, bullshit. His name. Nah, it's, it's fuck it. It's Tim Cook. Apple CEO. Yeah, so you think Tim Apple has a has a decent Bitcoin stake right now? No, I know so because there's maximalist everywhere, and somebody who was at the shop where he bought it told me about it. So nice. So he that bought his Bitcoin at a shop. Yep. Hoddle was at like the Mac the Mac Genius Bar talking to the genius, and the genius was like, "Yeah, I think he has Bitcoin." Yeah. Like, why do you think it's in the stock section of the App Store? Listen, the. The person who said it could be lying to me, but it just makes sense, especially with the allocation. They said he bought five mil worth, which is on his net worth is nothing. That's it. That that would be a one percent allocation, you know. 
be more than be like less than that. I think there's a lot of people who have one percent allocations that we just don't know about. There's also a lot of tech billionaires we never talk about, like Mark Andreessen is holding a fucking shitload. Reed Hoffman is holding. We no, no, no. We, Mark Andreessen. Mark Andreessen was our 2013 gem. Okay, okay like, yeah, we talked about him plenty. A, we talked about him plenty. But he hasn't been on a podcast in a long time. I don't even think he a lot just of hasn't know been that. on any of the podcasts. He, he doesn't do the podcast. Right, I know. But me and you, me and you know that, but not a lot. Chamath, of like, Chamath was our boy. He's still our Chamath, boy. Like they're what like OGs. Hoff- like where is Ashton? Ashton has you know? a ton. Like yeah, Ashton he Kutcher, he was a big Ripple bag holder too. He's a but Ripple he's a, bag holder too. No, no, but a major yeah. Bitcoin bag holder. Major yeah. Bitcoin guy. He was, dude, he was buying it 400, 500, yeah. Robustus is like, he's like, oh, these are all my boys. Yeah. <laughs> you can see him squirming in the background. He doesn't I, want to I was just trying to remember what, like, Chamath said recently, or I don't know when, uh, that he, he like, at one point he had 5% of all. Yeah, him and a, him and a friend. Like yeah. yeah, him and Wait, a friend. He said he had 5% of all Bitcoin? Uh-huh. Or the There's available like supply in 2013, I believe. So you know, obviously, it's he's more humble about it now. Yeah, then then, we have Peter great. Thiel. We have Peter Thiel. He's Peter involved. Thiel. Fuck Peter Thiel. Fuck Peter Thiel again. What's wrong I mean, Peter I agree. Thiel? Like he's he can go fuck himself. On fucking closing down. What don't you like about Peter Thiel? What, what, he, what he did when he closed down Gawker. Fuck him. Dude, that oh, I don't care genius. about Gawker. That was genius as fuck. No, I don't care That's about Gawker. I care about what he, what the power he used to close down a media company. Well, maybe, like, have you thought about Gawker not being a huge piece of shit? Well, how but about Palantir? Yeah, but then, Palantir, Palantir is way worse. Palantir right, but then, but then, but, but what... Palantir you know, is what Chain Analysis wishes it was. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Peter Thiel and his virgin blood. <laughs> blood boy. Blood boy. Okay, Peter Blood Till's boy. definitely not a virgin. I will die on that yeah. hill. No, he has virgin blood. Were you giving him blood 10 years ago? No, I just think like, oh, oh, so he's like extracting virgin blood and put and like that's an interesting conspiracy yeah. theory. Well, well, no, no, that's the, the whole that's life the, extension yeah. thing. Hold on, yeah, he that, that episode of Silicon Valley is, is based on Peter Till with the blood. Yeah. Oh, I saw that episode. So that was like a documentary. Yeah. That's a documentary. real thing. Yeah. Well, that's weird. That is weird. Well, who else? Who else we got? What other Bitcoiners are like covert? Or, I mean, billionaires are covert. Mark Cuban definitely has a bag. Yeah, he said he did. He said uh, he Elon has a bag. Like you don't post Dogecoin memes unless you yeah, have a big true. bag of Bitcoin. These guys yeah. all don't think that happens. All got in in 2013, like when Wences yeah. was initially pushing it in Silicon. Right. Wences got a shit ton of people. Yeah. Yeah. Wences was like the man in Silicon Valley. He was the OG billionaire shill. Mm-hmm. Also, he you was know. the first guy to use uh, irresponsible. And that in that book, Digital Gold, where Rao Powell got it from is uh, when Wences was asked how much of his net worth is in Bitcoin, he would tell people, I have an irresponsible portion of my net worth in Bitcoin, which is a great way to signal how much you believe in it. And, which uh, is probably Rao- true for, true for well, Wences. I mean, I think Raoul has no idea what irresponsible is for most people. Yeah, Wences' version of irresponsible is like king shit, you know? Uh-oh, here come Corey. Hey, gents, it's uh, this is one of our longest episodes. We're, we're going on, and I'm having a great time, and I'm actually happy to go on all day. But uh, I know Brady's got to go, so I want to I get to the Swan Force. You guys are welcome to continue to hang out. I am, But I am going to stick around for this for this section for sure. Yes. Swan Force Fridays. Anyway, what we're going to do is I'm going to put you all on the spot and give you uh, 90 seconds or maybe 60 seconds to give us your Bitcoin pitch. 
and it can be for anybody. It could be, you could tell us, hey, I'm going to do a Bitcoin pitch for my boomer dad or, or the billionaire I met at the bar or for the, you know, hottie I met at the, uh, the blackjack tables for American Hottie, whatever it is. I'm married, bro. So who wants to go first? Nobody. Next segment. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go first with a, with a quick one that I would give uh, to somebody. If I, if I don't know where they're coming from, uh, I'll ask, do you want the government and banks to know all your financial details? Usually say no. Do you want government and banks to know, uh, or to be able to stop you from transacting? Of course, they say no. Do you want government to be able to inflate your savings away? Again, they say no. So just reply, congratulations, you're a Bitcoiner. Wow, that was wow. less than 30 seconds. All right. That's amazing. Peter. Will honed. Peter, uh, I'm putting you on the spot. You're up next. If, you go? Uh, if, you, if you're a degenerate gambler and you want to make money, <laughs> all you have to do is find a delusional American based out of Vegas, power bet where you, they get worse odds than they get in the casino. Uh, with the bookie, make the bet, uh, take their stats off them, and then laugh in their face for the next year as you take their money off them and it grows. Not quite what we're going for, but I think it's so sad. American Hollow, you have a rebuttal. All right. <laughs> Do it. Um, <laughs> Bitcoin is restorative tech. Uh, Bitcoin is not some new progressive revolution in the history of money. It's putting money back to how money is supposed to be, which is something that's actually scarce and not something that be can be gamed by elites uh, who don't have your best interests at heart. What, what am I losing time, bro? Uh, <laughs> it's Greg's, Greg's fault. He thought we were so going anyway, to you should just stack sats and stay humble. There you go. <laughs> You know, Matt, I would hazard a guess to say that you're potentially our wisest guest. Let's let's make it hard on Matt. Let's give him yeah. let's give him ten seconds. Ten <laughs> seconds. Let's go. Give me ten seconds. <laughs> I'm gonna give you twenty-one seconds. Okay, right. perfect. Ready, go. Hello, sir. Or ma'am. Bitcoin is free to money. It's the best money we've ever had. As more people realize this the price should rise. You should consider buying some. Boom. That was 10 seconds. See? The uh, hello, sir or ma'am took four seconds itself. I know. I just <laughs> added it because he gave me 21 seconds, so I might as well take it. Incentives. You know, keep that in mind. It's true. It's true. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad. That was fucking fantastic. It's the best money we've ever had. As more people realize that, the price should rise. That's gotta, all anyone really needs to know. Get the that's it. I disagree. That, that I sums it up. I disagree. The best money we've ever had. But to the casual person who's like, I got dollars, what's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? I don't know. What's the fuck? Show me dollars. Yeah, but I don't have to show you dollars. <laughs> Everybody oh, I don't care. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. I don't have to I don't have to sell it to you. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Oh, sell me this pen. Uh, what well, it's a great pen. You should buy it. Well, folks, it's uh, it might be about that time, but uh, I 
still got fellas. Yeah. Hey, here's to a great week in Bitcoin. A foreshadowing of many to come. Uh, we had a $3,000 week this week. I think we're at 15K. I bet we get a 15K week sometime next year. Brady, you. I agree. Hoddle, sell your moped for Bitcoin. You got a moped? Oh, yeah. Eat this pen. Any more comments before we go, folks? Money for the people, by the people, run by math. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great way to end. That's that pretty good. Well. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us. We'll be here next week, Friday, probably the same time. Maybe not. If you're enjoying Swan Signal Live and Swan Lounge, please hit subscribe and hit like. We appreciate it. Sign up for Daily Buys, swanbitcoin.com slash daily buys. Get paid to recruit new Bitcoiners, swanbitcoin.com slash enlist. You'll earn 25% of Swan's fees for three years. That's way better than the Mighty Kraken's program. Your referral gets $10 of free Bitcoin too. Uh, Brady's holding up. 21 Lessons. I assume he wants you to go read Gigi's book, which is lessons.com, um, tfpc.io, whatbitcoindid.com, and casebitcoin.com. American Hotel doesn't have a website and he sometimes doesn't have a Twitter account, but you should be able to find him. All right, folks. Much love. Stay humble. We'll see you next week. Stacks ass. On behalf of the Swan team, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Swan Lounge, the Swan Signal podcast. It's fun to join us live on the YouTube broadcast at youtube.com slash swansignal. Head over there, subscribe, and turn on notifications. We have a lot of fun in the live chat, and we often work in some questions from listeners. Daily buys are coming. Get into the beta group at swanbitcoin.com slash daily buys. Swan Signal is a production of Swan Bitcoin at swanbitcoin.com, the best way to accumulate Bitcoin. Follow us on Twitter at SwanBitcoin and subscribe to the podcast at swansignalpodcast.com.